Hi, welcome to the Love Podcast. Today you have me, Sean, with Luis, and we're going to talk about a very hot topic called love manipulation. Love and manipulation, how do they relate? I, uh, I'm going to start off by saying uh, this is, you know, a weird topic to talk about, manipulation and love, why do they relate? And uh, I think that they're almost uh, a, there's a very similarity, like there's, a, there's an easy way to, to go is that uh, the negative route of love is it's, everything's a manipulation. Yeah. You can be, you can think that if everything's a manipulation, like you trying to date me, you're trying to like, then everything's a manipulation. Everything's terrible, right? Like if you start thinking of love, love, love and manipulation are like two reverse things, right? It's like, it's like the, the, the ugly side of love is manipulation. Yes. Like yes. if someone were to look at love and they were like, oh, they, someone's doing all these affectionate things, then suddenly if you look at it and like look at it through a lens of manipulation, like not rose-colored glasses and like sort of evil and angry and spiteful, it's a manipulation. And once that, that thinking starts happening, it's like the negative thinking of the brain. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Everything yeah. is like to manipulate me, to make me do these things, right? But really a lot of the time it's actually loving or their their way of expressing love and i think which, but which actually now that you pointed that out i think it's interesting because manipulation can it's really tied together to honesty from the giver and self-esteem from the receiver because if i if i have low self-esteem and i don't value myself and someone is just honestly giving me love I'm always going to be questioning the, oh, they're just doing this because they're trying to get me to do this or yeah. something like that, right? Yes. But then there's the other part where if I, I, I have a high self-esteem, I love myself, and then there's this other person that, yes, they're giving me love uh, naturally, but they're not fully honest with me, I feel like they, there's an ulterior motive regardless because they're not being fully honest with me. Yeah. So it, there's a tightly... It's all, it's all sort of like, um, so interesting that you talk about honesty and self-esteem. Uh, so self-esteem is huge, right? And if you don't have self-esteem, it's easy to go into the perspective of manipulation. Yeah. Because if you don't love yourself, if you don't start by loving yourself, you can't even give love to other people. Yeah, much. because, well, and you're not, if you don't love yourself, then you're not really, you're not going to accept though you're not really ready for someone to love you. Mm -hmm. So therefore you look at everything negatively, like you said. Yeah. Like, oh, they're doing this for me, or why are you doing this for me? You're being too nice, you're being too this, you're being blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and then if they do give you uh, something, you mistrust everything they give you, yeah. and you're like, this is a manipulation, you're trying to make me do something that I don't want to do, right? Yeah. When you're just doing it maybe for the love of them, or because you want to show your appreciation. Yeah. Or then what happens also on the other flip side is that they'll try to manipulate you and say like, you're, uh, you're not doing this because, and, and use love against you almost, right? Mm -hmm. You, if you don't, if you love me, you would do this. Yeah. 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 And, and that whole self-esteem piece is actually maybe the root cause of it. It's like, if there is not a love that's internally happening inside, both, both sides of it, you'll become paranoid and 
manipulative yourself. Yeah. You just can't accept, and, and that creates a barrier because if everything is a manipulation, and if everything cannot be trusted, then you have no love. Yeah. No, I agree. Because then you start. You, I, I think you, you stop enjoying the situation and the love by being like, focusing on the, the manipulation part. I don't know how to say it, but it would be like you said. Oh, you're not, you're not doing this. So therefore, you don't love me. Or if you love me, you would do this. Yeah. Right. If you love me, you would say this to me, or you would just uh, come and hang out with me every day, or stuff like that. That. And this comes into like, if you were like a mental model that I have inside my head is like, if love and what it actually means to me, right? Yeah. And this is my fantasy world, but really like realize that these are two individuals with different ideas of what love is. They've seen love expressed in so many different ways. Yeah. And this is how they know how to express love. If you do not know how to ask for love. Then maybe you should really, like, figure out how to do that. But then, but then, at what point does it become needy? Because let's say your your expression of love was, or at least what you would consider, if someone loved you, your idea was like you would spend time with me at night, right? One example. And if I live with you, I am going to be there seven days a week. So we can spend time every night. Yeah. I mean, any night. Yeah. Does it have to be every night? At what point does it become this needy behavior where it's like, no, I want you here every night? And yeah, when does it become like a mental idea of exactly what love is? Like codependency is where you have to be together all the time, but realizing that you guys are two separate entities, mm -hmm. or how many ever entities, <laughs> uh, that you you need to have alone time as well. That that longing will create more love. I so I think, I think based on what I have seen, I feel like a lot of breakups happen. Not because. So so when you fall in love with someone, you're following what person X, right? or the type they are. So if they are outgoing and they're going to parties and they know a lot of people and they're popular and you like that type of stuff, you fall in love with that person, right? So you fall in love with this person and this, and then once you start in this, into this relationship, you become more of like, oh, let's spend time, you should spend spending time with me and whatnot. And then you start spending time more with each, with each other. And then at some point you realize, wait, this is not the person I love. I love the outgoing person. So it's kind of like at times we create our own demons Mm -hmm. by requesting a little bit too much from the other person. Does that make sense? Requesting too much from the other person, like, I mean, I can see falling in love with a facade, like an idea of someone, right? But, but not an idea, like, for example, let's say, uh, like, you like doing costumes, right? Yeah. And then you meet a guy, and this guy enjoys the fact that you go to improv, and you're doing costumes, and so and you guys fall in love, and then once you guys start into the relationship, he starts being like, he starts being more of like, oh no, if you love me, you would spend more time with me, right? So instead of going and doing improv or doing costumes, you would be spending time with him. Yeah. And then at some point, the relationship would not work because he's not really in love with that person. He was in love with the person that was going out and pursuing the whole improv thing and the costumes. Yeah. And, and then at some point, it, the, the realization comes where it's like, oh, wait, no. This well, is not who I love. I, I think it's not, uh, 
I think it becomes the, the fact that we don't know exactly what's happening in the other person's mind. They're asking for more stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They're asking, why aren't you spending time with me? They're asking for a new version of you that is their version of love, right? And this is when manipulation starts happening where like, I'm gonna try to change you to be someone else different than you are, right? And then that's creating a lock box. So you're like, you're trapping them in a manipulative pattern, right? I'm using emotional blackmail to tell them this is how you should be, right? Yeah. If you love me, you would do this. But then if that person meets, if, if, if that happens and then that other person meets another guy that is doing the stuff that you used to be doing, then there's a high chance they might end up falling in love with that person because that's who you used to be and that's what they fell in love with. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, so you think that's gonna happen? With, no. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 I don't think that's gonna happen to you. I'm just saying, I think in a lot of breakups, I think that's usually what happens where both, I'm not saying just one, but both of the parties stop being who they were. Yeah. And then you realize at some point like, oh shit, no, I actually was in love with the person the outgoing person or the person that was pursuing dreams or pursuing stuff yeah, yeah. and then now it's like they're not doing that they're always with me and I don't like that right yeah. and I think a lot of times that happens no I think you're totally right I think that we fall for some and they change in front of us they adapt to us yeah and um, and, and they become t- comfortable and at times it's, it's, it's faults of both parties at the same time at times it's uh, fault of the other person because they adapted to us or at times is the, the manipulation that we did or something where like hey no spend more time with me if you love me and so and so uh, so we create the whole we create our own demons by doing that by changing who they are and then realizing ourselves this is not who I love yeah even though I changed them this is not who I love yeah it, it's complicated. Love is complicated. Love, I mean, humans are complex. Humans are very complex. I mean, that's why uh, we talk about this every other week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's it's a complicated form, like that we can keep on need to keep on working on, um, and uh, how people work and how people operate and change over time yeah. and like love is a funny thing. It's it's the it's the most amazing thing. But it's also the hardest thing. It's kind of like it's the same thing. I think it happens in in, in the work environment. Is like that's why people switch teams because you start in a team and you love that team because of what they're doing and so and so. And then at some point that team stops doing that thing you fell in love with. Yeah. And then that's when you're like, okay, I I need to leave this team. Yeah. Because I'm I'm not enjoying myself anymore. Yeah. Like I'm not happy. Well, I mean, but the thing is that you can. What if you just vocalize that, hey, you're not happy. We did this and this and this. Why can't we do this again? You could do that. Yes, I agree. And, yeah. and, 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 and I'm not saying this happens in breakups all the time. I think when people communicate and we already talked about that, <laughs> it, it works. Yeah, right? we, we talked about communi- communication is hard. It is. And, and you know what? The Sometimes when people, I think manipulation is a way people communicate, right? I'm going to say this and this and this to get you to do this because I'm trying to communicate that I want this, right? Like, I think that a very needy behavior indicates there's maybe something uh, that's actually wrong with a person and they don't know how to communicate. Yeah, but then they expect the other person to read minds and- Well, no, yeah, it's not, but that's, that's, that's not expecting to read mind or it's, 
yeah, the problem is expecting to read minds, but people don't know how, so if people don't know how to communicate, um, then things break down, right? And so it's part of like getting a, it helps to have a therapist, a third party to be like, you were trying to communicate this, but you're saying this. Yeah, and, but yeah, it, 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 and I think we deal a lot of it, at least in, 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 in the industry that we work on is, for example, for us, I work on LinkedIn five days a week, right? So for me, I know where things are. So therefore, I, I, I have this distorted reality that everyone in the world knows how LinkedIn works or yep. what they do or yep. what it's for. But in reality, they don't. I need to explain it, right? Which is the Chrome extension that you're creating. <laughs> it is, it's like, hey, yeah, this yeah. is what it's for. This is how you get things done. Yeah. Us, since we do it every day, we internalize it to the point that, oh, it makes sense. So I think in relationships happens the same thing that you're having trouble communicating, but you have this idea that since to you is it's obvious what I need, yeah. it should also be obvious to you what I need. Yeah. But in reality now, I have to explain to you what I need. Yeah. Otherwise you're not gonna know. Yeah. And, and there's, as the relationship, two people uh, get closer and closer together, there's the almost the assumption that, and especially this is when manipulative behavior happens, is that you should know this already. If you loved me, you would know. Yeah. And I was like, bullshit. Yeah, it's not. No, like, no. There is no instruction manual to you. You, If there was an instruction manual, then it would be easier, right? Yeah, there's no instruction manual. If person X says this, then that means this. No, there there isn't that. Yeah. And and when we get into this whole, like, totalitarian, like, uh, black and white sort of thinking, then we just get more disconnected as a result. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I I think it's clear that the only way to really address manipulation communication. Uh, but then what what if people both parties are terrible at communicating? Then how do you handle it? I think that the, the how do you handle communication? Yeah, no. get how, you were going to go into how to deal with manipulation. manipulation. I think that uh, when manipulation happens and once you start experiencing it and once you are able to figure out the signs, I think the, the proper way to deal with it is your right communication. And, um, but like honest and open communication where nothing like have a, re- have a, have a reflective moment to be like, we need to have a talk, how to make this work. Because right now this behavior is not actually yeah. helpful. Like, it, it, and and maybe that involves a therapist. Yeah. Maybe that involves a third party. Maybe it involves a friend. Yeah. To be be a subjective party, saying like, what are, and I think that a lot of time when manipulation happens, it's be like, what do you actually mean? What do you need? What what I what wonder, are you missing? And what is it that you actually need? Because you don't need me to be here all the time. I want to go live my life, and I, if you want to share that life with me, then that's fine. I wonder if journaling would work. Like, you, if, if I was being a manipulative, and I started journaling, and, yeah. and writing down how I felt, and, and what I needed, 
like this is how I felt and this is what the other person should have known that I needed and then going back and rereading that and being like oh fuck that's dumb as fuck yeah I don't know if that would work it's a possibility yeah where you look at your own writing and you're like that makes no sense <laughs> yeah why was I expecting this so I don't know I mean, I think it's going to be late on next episode. We'll figure out how to recover from manipulation. Yes. Manipulative. Uh, and uh, uh, we all look forward to it. Thank you so much for joining. And love manipulation. Yes. As a trigger to find more help. See or you guys next time. See you next time where we'll have the answer for manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> all right, are we going out? Yeah. Please tell me recording. Thank you.